You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. You are very welcome back to the show. Now, just having celebrated St. Valentine's Day, it made us wonder about all the old romantic customs that we had in the past a long time ago. Yeah, love in the ancient times. So we have nobody better to take us through that romantic romp, love, marriage, divorce in ancient Ireland than our folklorist Shane Lahan. No better man, as always. Listen, I, I'm delighted because I love going back to that world. I love yeah. going back to that ancient Celtic time, you know, when there was kings, when there were queens, when we had the great warrior heroes like mm-hmm. Cullen and so on, all of those sort of figures. And I was looking for love, you know. The, yeah. I know you wanted an expert on love now, so here I am. Yeah. Here you are. <laughs> but, you know, the things that we consider maybe in love, you know, kind of in a relationship, kind of respect mm-hmm. or being mm-hmm. fidelity, monogamy and so on. None of those things actually exist in the tales of ancient Ireland. You know, if anything, this was a patriarchal, uh, heroic society, male-dominated with these warriors and so on. Nothing's changed, really. In fact, what's funny, Maura, is that if anyone fell in love in the past, it was looked at as a kind of a sickness. In fact, there was a word, (laughs) sergliga, is the old Irish word for a wasting sickness. Men often fell in love with a kind of a vision in a dream, and they'd kind of stop eating and feasting, and their buddies would go off to try and find this other woman. And, you know, when you think about it, even, say, take Niamh Kinoor and Sheen going across over to Tirnanoa, You know, he really wanted to come back and be with the lads. You know, yeah. he didn't want to stay there at all because that's where the fun was. So, what about Jeremy than growing? Like I was saying earlier on, we we're you know yes. discussing you were coming in, and I was like, all in school, that's kids. You know, Torah, Jeremy that goes yeah. growing and yeah. all this. It was kind of this legend that we, I'm not saying believe, but it was we sort we of did. did. We believe did it, believe it. But what I love about Torita's Jeremy's growing is that that's really the story of the young man and the old man. You know, and she's going around the place with the young book, and you know, uh, he re- really wants to wants to take over from that but what I find interesting is that there's one world in the saga tales right but there's another world because we happen to have fantastic what we would call the Brehan legal tracts the Brehan laws and this is real stuff real stuff then and written around the year 700 if you think right so uh, 7th 8th century that kind of period and we have the coin law of the the law of couples okay and we might think of marriage as a kind of a union and so on that's there but we had a whole variety of different marriages so what, what happened really is that you had three major types of marriage, okay? The Lanavas Kothionakar, Lanavas Firtionakar, and Lanavas Bantionakar. The marriage of equal contribution, mm-hmm. where both parties brought money to the, the yeah. marriage. The marriage of man contribution, when he brought everything and the woman brought nothing at yeah. all. Or the marriage of uh, woman contribution, where the woman kind of gains power and control yeah. over the man by bringing the wealth into the marriage. So it was, it was all it was all down to wealth. It was all down to money, yeah. absolutely. And what was really interesting was this: is that in the Great Coin Book Cooling yeah, mm-hmm. or Great Celtic Epic, it's Maeve, Queen Maeve, who, who we all think about and so on. They're in bed herself and Alan, yeah. and she says, "Aren't you the lucky guy to have married me? Why so?" This so is Louis LeBrockett. Yeah, so this is the gorgeous her. image yeah. of the two, the pillow talk, as pillow it's called, talk, yeah. and they, they're discussing their marriage contract and he says I brought this she says I brought this and in the end she's lacking a bull of course yeah. he has Finn Bannock, the great white bull yeah. and she yes. needs to go away and get the down cooling yet. so much of the literature and much of the stuff was concerned with all these different types of marriages yeah. but there were other types of marriages lads which there are nine different types Okay, so what happened is that uh, this was a type of time of polygamy where mm-hmm. a man could have more than one wife so you had 
the Kate Rainford, as she was called, the, the main wife, okay? Mm-hmm. She was in the ring fort. And he could go off to the ring fort down the road and he could take up with another lassie down there. No okay? problem. Like. No problem whatsoever, okay? And she'd be the next one, right? And if they if they had a child together, yeah. okay, um, he the status would go to, to him and so on. He could come back. So he could have two things going on. Sometimes what would happen is he'd bring her back I think this is a recipe for disaster, with him, right, into the ring fort, and he'd have the two wives together at the same time. Now, that was... Uh, that was and even, you were not living at even, all. Even with, even with those two wives, he could be going off again uh, to another spot. What time are we talking about here now? We're talking here. The best of times of all. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> but the, the coin lawn of the, is written in the, in, in the 8th century, around the year 700. My and God. Later, so, and these were the laws that were there. So there was a whole pile of different marriages, you know. And these um, were all proper laws of that time. Proper loss. There was one great one which I think is very very funny. There was the marriage of fools. I'd yeah. say a lot of us, myself included, we were, I was one of those ones, right? <laughs> right? But, but the marriage of fools, if you put two kind of amadons together, yeah. right? And they had, they had a child, the person who put them together would have the responsibility for the child. But there was each <laughs> level of society was, it was, is reflected in the laws that are there. My oh, God. And these yes. are real laws. Oh, no, these are, these are there. These are the, the, the legal the brand laws. There. But now, this put, sounds all like that. I have, I'm sorry, I have to pipe up here because it's all for kind of the man now, right? Well, what about the brand laws towards women where they could get a divorce and get rid of the car. So I actually... There's a whole long list, Good. and I had to write them down. Oh, did you know? Because did you know? so, so the woman is allowed to divorce the man. You see, everything about money was about money. Yeah. So she, on the divorce, of course, she'd have to get goods and, and various things. Yeah. Um, he can, if he if he rejects her for another woman, she can divorce him. Mm-hmm. Which, and she's entitled to stay in the ring for it if she wants to. She's not thrown out. Okay. Um, if he tricked her into marriage using sorcery, some <laughs> sort of uh, magic or magic, whatever. Right. Okay. If he defamed her or, or spread far false stories yeah. about her, satire and so on. If he was bragging to the lads about the marriage bait, whatever was, was going on yeah. at the marriage bait, she, that was a right to divorce as well. But he could, she could also divorce him if he grew too fat. That's, I love this one. Yeah, and if he grew too fat and portly, and in particular the law tells us that if, if they couldn't make love yeah. uh, because of because his he was size, too fat. if he was too fat, that was a legal uh, I standing think that for, is brilliant. For, for, for that. If he, if, he was, if he turned out to be gay, she could divorce him as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Um, if he turned out to be a church Churchman or a cleric, uh, and uh, at that time, the, 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 um, you could get married yeah. if you were a churchman, but uh, if he was given too much over to the religious life and so on, that was enough you for her. Him as well. uh, if he went off on pilgrimage, uh, you know, if he went off to settle a score with someone else, a, a, a kind of... There was a balanced. The Brehan laws were quite good, well, weren't they? Listen, balanced. They're really extensive. Now, to, to balance it out, the, the, the men could divorce the women as well, okay? Yeah. And, and in particular, I love this, if she, was, if she was prone to persistent thieving around the house, stealing things, uh, he said, that's enough. If she, if she didn't keep a good household, Okay, if she didn't but that'd be slow ago. Yeah. I'd be out <laughs> in a day. <laughs> um, there was also if she if there was no offspring, if she if if she was infertile and so on, or if there was f- flagrant infidelity, if she was carrying yeah. on with everyone else, he could he he could divorce her as well. So the divorce rulings are quite incredible, and we're really lucky to have such an extensive amount of scholars yeah. in the Dublin Institute of Advanced Studies, Daniel Binchy, the great Donnacho Coran, all of these figures who've translated and brought these texts to bear. Yeah. When, when did wedding bands come into it? Well, yeah. w- wedding bands are really 
part of the Roman world, yeah. okay? And they're worn. Can I have a look at your wedding ring there, Dahi, if you don't mind? Yeah, okay? and, and listen, like, oh, Jesus, that's a fine, a fine it's ring. It's nice a fine and light. Ring. Yeah. It was kept, of course, on that finger because yeah. that finger was connected to your heart and okay. that was the origin of that. And long ago, if people in Ireland, you know, moving right up to the present day, yeah. we'll say, in my usual folklore sort of time, if people didn't have a wedding ring, you'd have to borrow the wedding ring. It was very bad luck for a woman to, or a man to refuse the loan of a wedding ring to somebody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they didn't have, they often brought, this is how they got married, they often brought the key to the house uh, that was there and the ring, this isn't a very good example yeah. though, but they had the ring there and they put their finger through the ring at, at, in the past. So okay. I give you all I have to yeah, that thing that share. Yeah. But the wedding ring was, was, was very funny. I, um, if on the wedding ceremony, you know, um, if, the, if the ring wasn't going on, the finger right and the woman, the man was putting on and she had to help him put it on, that meant he was in trouble straight away, that she was going to be in charge uh, from there on in, you know. Or if you dropped the wedding ring on the ground, she said, everyone thought that that marriage won't last all at over. all, like does all, does all over altogether. But the wedding rings then became very interesting for cures. So long ago, uh, toothache was one, um, ringworm was another, you know. Uh, you, you'd get the wedding ring, and there was usually somebody, people who were married who had the same surname, they would be used a fasting spit, they'd spit through the ring, they'd do all sorts of things, make the sign the cross and so on. Yeah. All of those were the cures that were there long ago. But the, the lovely one that, that I think a lot of people remember, the wedding cake long ago was, mm-hmm. a, was a big wedding cake. You'd break it open, yeah. right? And little crumbs would come from that. And the girl then, she would take the crumbs and she would pass it through the, the wedding ring and she would pass it over to her bridesmaids and so on. They put it in their handkerchief. They take it home, put it under their pillow, and within three days they would dream of their future husbands. Do you know what's so funny? Because oh even when I was a yeah. child, I remember when my parents, my mother, went to a wedding. She'd bring home in a tissue. Yeah. The wedding cake was a big deal. Yeah, even yeah. into the seventies, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Oh, there, was there, there was another lovely one that I really like. Okay, mm-hmm. and very quickly, it was a. You, they'd be upstairs mm-hmm. if there was a, if they had an upstairs. There was a little hole. The boys would drop it down, and the girls would catch it below. Yeah. And whoever they caught then, of course, that was going to be the. Uh, it that was good to be the real fun. Yeah. Yeah. You better give this. I want to put this back on the hand. I'll pass it over. I'm in charge of this fella here, and I'll keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah, Shane Gurumilaman, as always, fabulous, Absolutely brilliant, fascinating stuff. All really, really great. Thanks, Shane. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE One from three thirty. Or if you miss the show, you can watch it back on the RTE Player. Visit rte.ie/player. Stay tuned.